This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Yeah, you, th- you hear that, and you think of Yankee Stadium, right? I do. Yeah. I'm sure it's different for other people. But. No, I, th- I think that's... Um, I think that's... It's a Yankee Stadium win. That's it's a, it's what I associate it with. Your, right? no. This is your New York Yankees country roads. <laughs> Fortunately, nobody here... If you're uh, a fan of any other team, and you, know, you go to watch a game there, you know, and your team loses, you probably hate this song. It's still Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he's, he probably it's, it's New York Yankees country roads. I hadn't knew that. <laughs> All right. Golly. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That, I'm, I'm sure there are lots of stadiums across the country, though, right? That, or arenas across the country that play, that have a specific song mm-hmm. that they play when they win. Yeah. Besides, all I do is win, yeah. win, it don't matter what. <clears throat> right. That's That's overplayed, right? I mean, you understand to sure. get it, but I'm sure a lot play that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the, the the whole country roads deal. I mean, God, man, and that 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 musket. You know, that thing. That guy fires that thing off. You know, right before the tip and right at the end of the game, and it's always it's always jarring. Jarring is the word. You know, you hear that thing go off, and it just. Man, it just scares know. the bejesus out of you. Man, I don't know what it was. It was one of the. The last time we were in West Virginia, I guess that was last year. Um, man, it scared the bejeekers out of Hacks and I, <laughs> and we didn't. It was after the game. I don't mm-hmm. know which it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. But it caught us by surprise, and we both jumped. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you, you, even even when you kind of brace yourself for it, then you forget about it. And then it, then it's like he fires it off. So, yeah, we, <clears throat> goodness. Goodness. Uh, 6.32 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Take your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I'm, uh, I'm really curious about the backstory of this, of this story. Uh, so uh, Detroit Pistons Center Isaiah Stewart was arrested yesterday for assault. Mm-hmm. Okay. He uh, was going into the arena there in Phoenix and ran into Phoenix Sun Center Drew Eubanks and punched him. <laughs> uh, this happened before the game, as he was coming into the arena. An argument started. They were chest to chest, and then Stewart threw a punch. Security intervened. Uh, Eubank said he was fine for the for the game. The police say he suffered a minor injury. Uh, the Suns issued a report and a statement on it. Uh, we unequivocally support Drew and will continue to work with law enforcement and the NBA. The Pistons said they were aware of the incident. Um, there's, there's got to be a, a story here, right? Uh, an off-the-court story here between these two gentlemen. You would think so, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My guess is there's... Well, there's surely there's a, it wasn't they like cut each other off in the parking lot There's or a Valentine involved in this, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been my guess. There's a female involved, and it's not her fault, but... No. Um, well, we don't think so. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I really have no clue. 
Okay. And you would have also thought that they both wouldn't have been driving to the arena, so you wouldn't have guessed that one cut the other off in no. traffic, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, well, the you know, not the not the not the Pistons. I mean, the Pistons would have been you know dropped off for their shoot around. That's exactly. Team bus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. It sounds like there's history there with yeah. the two. Uh, Kevin Durant said this, keep the game first. There's a lot of noise. It's unfortunate what happened before the game. It's supposed to be a brotherhood, but also get dudes get into stuff. <laughs> we try to avoid that in this league. Hopefully we can move on from it. We all support Drew. Yeah, it's just amazing how different it feels. You know, if that's whatever, I don't know what time of the day it happened yesterday, but if it's mm-hmm. later that evening and that happens in the game, Okay, get it. All right, take your two-game suspension, whatever. Yeah. Okay, guys, get heated in the moment. Sure. We understand it's sports. It's not that big of a deal, right? Mm-mm. It's two guys we've barely ever heard of. And now we're like, what in the world? I mean, we, we got to know the backstory, yeah, right? And right. I think we're all that way. We're mm-hmm. trying to figure out what would have caused this to happen. Um, it's such a so much bigger of a deal when it happens off the court than yeah. when it happens on the court. Yeah, and you and you kind of feel like that somebody's messing around with somebody's Valentine there. That's kind of what it feels like. I have no idea. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> and here's the other thing. So, and here's here's the other thing. And this you is know, what you hear these stories about these guys <clears throat> that have a girl in every NBA city, right? You know. <clears throat> it happens, right? Maybe uh, in one of those NBA cities, they have the same girl. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them figured I mean, it out. I mean, Durant used to travel to Phoenix, you know, all the time with all the various teams that he's played for. He just happens to be yeah. hanging his hook there right now. Well, Durant's not the one in the mix. No, no, no. But he yeah. makes this comment, you know. Oh, okay. He makes the comment about, you know, mm-hmm. we're all we're it's a brotherhood, which, you know, the NBA of the '80s. Okay, the NBA of the '80s. This probably happened more than what we ever knew. Uh, but the players hated each other because the guys all stayed with their teams for a long period of time. You know, in today's transfer portal, whether it's college or, you know, you know, professional, these guys, that you know, they go from, you know, being brothers on the bench to, you know, going against each other. But there's not the – doesn't seem like the spirited rivalries of player versus player that we used to have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's – in, in, yeah, I think a lot of fans are bothered by the fact that the guys are so cool chummy. off the court yeah. together. Yeah, they're yeah. friends. Yeah. They're friends like, no, 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 we hate that team. You can't be friends with any right. of those guys. Right, yeah. right. And, and, and but in today's in today's deal, it's just uh, it's just kind of the it's just kind of the way it is. So anyway, I saw that I saw that this morning. It made me it made me chuckle. <laughs> uh, speaking of the NBA. Um, I mean, I can't believe they haven't done this yet. Usually the the NBA's there have been times when it's been ahead of things, but now it seems like it's behind. Adam Silver saying yesterday that Las Vegas is definitely on our list of cities under consideration for expansion franchise. I don't know why they haven't put one in there like yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you have to do is kind of look at what's gone on. I mean, the Oakland A's are trying to move to Vegas and they're like trying to push them away, but I mean, they've got it they've got a beautiful arena there. It sits right there on the strip. You've got, you know, NBA players that flock there, fans that flock there. You're in and out of that city so fast. Fans would would go to to see it. Um, it just it kind of slays me as to why they haven't why they haven't done that or why somebody hasn't tried to move there yet. Yeah, you would think that to me that feels like a really good fit. Really good fit. And maybe maybe the NBA looks at this now and goes, "Okay, this is 
this is prime real estate. Okay, mm-hmm. this is this is McDonald's has closed its store at Eighty Second and Slide and and Burger King and Hardee's and In and Out and everybody else realizes that's a good spot to be or wherever you know name the location and um, and the person that owns the real estate is holding out for the the highest bidder so to speak maybe so okay uh, we get this from uh, Chris in Leveland longtime listener he says good morning guys happy birthday to you Jamie you and I share the same birthday I hope you have a great day this is Chris in Leveland longtime listener happy birthday Chris yes happy birthday you know Hope it's a good one. I do. When I was in Shreveport and I was checking into my hotel before the bowl game, uh, a lady said, oh, hey, we had the same birthday. And I said, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, and she said, yep, 1974. And I was like, oh, like really the same, same day. <laughs> and that was the first person I'd ever met in my life. Wow. That was born on the same day as me. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So wherever you are out there in Shreveport, happy yep. birthday. Happy birthday. So let me let me ask you this. Then you're you're. Did you kind of look at her and go, "I look better than she does at 50? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did not. I don't have the gray hair that not. that lady does. <laughs> or I did maybe, not. Maybe she maybe she was like, "I'm smoking hot compared to that dude." <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. That's more likely. Yeah. I'm, I still yeah. got it. I still yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at that guy and went, wow, he is one of the same day as me. And I'm he like. He looks old. He looks old. I'm looking in the mirror and going, you got it, sweetheart. <laughs> Go down there and pull some slots. <laughs> yeah, but your mirror makes you look 10 years younger, doesn't it? Chuck, what doesn't your mirror make you look ten years it's younger? Not his mirror; it's that he it looks ten years younger. I don't know. Yeah. There's there's some days so I look. My, at my question was accurate. <laughs> there's some days I look in that mirror and go, "What are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing?" Six forty this morning on the morning drive. This day in sports history is next. The morning drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Today is February the fifteenth, twenty twenty four. Here is. Jeff McGuire with a stay in sports history. Going to start in 1931. Spring training site of the New York Yankees in St. Petersburg is renamed Miller Huggins Field Mm. in honor of the team's late manager. I don't know if that's where they still play, but that's where it was in 1931. (coughs) A year later in 1932. As a member of the gold-winning U.S. four-man bobsled team at Lake Placid, Eddie Egan, who also won a gold medal in boxing at the Antwerp Games in 1920, becomes the only Olympian to win gold medals in both the summer and winter games in different sports. I love that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. 1976. The 18th Daytona 500. <laughs> Do you already know what this is? No, I, I don't. I think he's I laughing just, because laughing. like yesterday there was, it was like, it yesterday or it was like. Well, everything was the Daytona 500. The yeah, there. right, right. Yeah. Uh, David Pearson makes contact with Richard Petty just yards from the finish line and they both end up into the wall and onto the infield. Petty stalls out while Pearson was able to restart to get the win. Mm. 
1998, in the 40th Daytona 500, Dale Earnhardt's only Daytona win in his 20 starts mm. snaps a 59-race winless streak. And in 2014, can Jamie tell me what happened today? 2014. No, I cannot. Red Raider baseball takes down number three Indiana, sweeping Ooh. a doubleheader six two and ten to five. Sophomore right hander Matt w uh, Withrow earns the win in his first game of the doubleheader, going five innings with five Ks, allowing just one earned run on three hits. Tech sophomore outfielder Tyler Nisloni led the charge in the opening frame with his first career home run and a grand slam that gave Tech the 5-0 lead. Nice. Tech lost the opening game of that series. They were just coming off a trip to Omaha. It was Indiana. Tech lost the opening game. I believe got shut out on Friday, like 2-0, 3-0. That's why we didn't talk like, about it yesterday. <laughs> and uh, and then won the next three games. And they were number, I think, would you say number three? Number three. Yeah. And uh, it was like, hmm, maybe, you remember, 2013 was Coach Tadlock's first year, and it was 26-31. and 31. And you're like, hmm, maybe this team's a little bit different. And uh, it, was it the, turned out to be a little bit different. You know, we're yeah. not going to overreact yet, but that was freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, that was fun. Um, and you know who was the star for that Indiana team? I believe he had two hits on the weekend, one double. Uh, none other than Kyle Schwarber, oh, who okay. was here in town getting the pants beat off of him by the Red Raiders. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It is National Gumdrop Day and National Chewing Gum Day. Um, not really big on the gumdrop. I, the chewiness, you know, kind of gets into your teeth. I don't even know, like, if I've had a gumdrop before. They've got like little, they're little. They got little sugar on them. They got sugar on them, and they're like different, like green and yellow and red. And I don't know if I've ever had one. But they're very chewy. Yeah. I mean, I like the little fruit snacks. Yeah. Fruit Imagine snack. one of those, but like twice the size, I guess, would be the way to put it. So it's a lot more of the... Sounds like a workout for your mouth. There's a little workout involved. <laughs> and then like covered in a thick, heavy crystallized sugar. As does this morning show. Hey, you know, we're here to help. <laughs> Sounds like a workout for your mouth. If you haven't been listening today, happy birthday, Jamie Lint. He's the big five-o. How does that feel? Man, do you feel, you have do you to feel, bring that up. Do you feel? Do you feel different today? I do not feel okay. different. Okay. I, you know, he feels old every day. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really don't. He shares a birthday with mm -hmm. Christopher uh, Christopher McDonald. We know him better as Shooter McGavin, who is oh. uh, sixty nine. Uh, Jane Seymour seventy three. Mm. Daryl Green sixty four, and Mark Price is sixty today. And in this day in nineteen oh three. A toy store owner and in, a toy store owner and inventor Morris McMahon places two stuffed bears in his shop window, advertising them as teddy bears. Mm. He had earlier petitioned President Theodore Roosevelt for right. permission to use the nickname Teddy. The president agreed, and uh, long before long, other toy manufacturers began turning out copies of the stuffed bears, which soon became a national childhood institution the invention of the teddy bear 
How about that? Yeah, and he was, I mean, they named him after him, right? Because of his love for like the natural park, or national parks and all that, right? He was. I think one, that was part of it, yeah. Yeah, I think he was one that was. I believe you're right on that. That, that made sure that mm-hmm. these parks were kept intact and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, made so they couldn't be turned into hotels or anything, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> we wanted to keep some wilderness in our country. And so that's why he got the the store owner went with the. The Bears they mm-hmm. named him after him. I believe that's part of the story. Yeah. So he's my favorite president. <laughs> he kept the nat- national parks in order. <coughs> and that yeah. is this day in sports history. All right. Going back to uh, Miller Huggins just for a second, the uh, the Yankee manager uh, who uh, you talked about, we named the, the spring training park after him. He died in season in 1929 at uh, the age of 51. And he was also the manager of the Yankees uh, that won the World Series in 1923 and the 27 Yankees. And then the 28 Yankees also won the World Series. You always hear about, well, they ain't the 27 Yankees. I mean, they don't ever talk about the 23 <laughs> Yankees or the 28 Yankees. <laughs> well, they're not the 27 Yankees. But, I mean, he was the manager of that. But, you know, it was he had a – he went fell ill and uh, complications uh, took place. And it was really before – Antibiotics uh, were available at, uh, at, a, at a big level and uh, died at the age of, uh, of 51. But in season, uh, the American League canceled its games on September the 27th of 1929, the day of his funeral. So, Dang it. I missed a huge birthday today. Who's that? Jamie the Calf is also celebrating mm-hmm. a birthday today. Yeah, he's one today. Right. That's a big one. 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 Man, I feel like that calf's been around longer than one. Yeah, as I said, both of us having big birthdays, but mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mine is because I hit 50. He's, his is because he's big. He's very large. Yeah. Yeah, happy birthday to Jamie. I feel like we're Wood both trending the in the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, I, have, I got a text from a friend this morning that said... Uh, <clears throat> That if I was a golfer, I could now compete on the senior tour. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking about shooting your age at least for nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'd shoot it. It wouldn't take nine, though. <laughs> I could get probably give you about four back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Bullfighter reports in. Just so you know, right at Sweetwater and around the Abilene area, there's a lot of construction going on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in keep that in mind. Have we missed the? Uh, have they already had the rattlesnake roundup? Have we missed that this year? Seems like this is the time of year when. Is it? Yeah, it I'm seems not really like, sure. It seems like this is the time of year when they when they do that thing. So, you know, if you I, have I, any great desire to go to that, don't don't get distracted on your way to the ballpark. I want to go, but I want to go in one of those massive bubbles. <laughs> I don't know that I could do that, be in one of those massive bubbles. I don't know. I'm just paranoid I'm going to like back in, up at some point and trip and fall into one of the cages or pens or something. <laughs> but I totally would like to go. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. That take you back to... Uh... Michael Jordan era Bills, the Chicago Bulls. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think? I about don't think that anybody can hear that and not think about the Bulls. Right. right I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Did you ever think about uh, being the uh, 
public address announcer at uh, United Center or at uh, Chicago Stadium? I think of the things that I um, I do well. I think I have a decent amount of self awareness. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard my voice before. Yeah. I don't think I'm really public address announcer material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand. You got to have a booming. You do. I mean, you deep. You yeah, know, you, you do. That, those those booming are hard to... and deep are two words that really don't <laughs> describe my voice <laughs> or my golf shots. <laughs> no, not to, not booming or or deep or anything like that. I, yeah, no, I mean that that guy is. I mean, he is smooth as silk. The guy with at Chicago Stadium Ray United Clay. Center, huh? Ray Clay. Yeah, Ray Clay. Yeah, that was his name. That was his name. Okay, mm-hmm. I still don't think doing? he's. I don't think he is anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, Frank. Al- Fe- although got boring when the team was horrible. <laughs> uh, he actually uh, did a guest appearance in Washington for Michael Jordan's last game when he was with the oh, Wizards. Oh, did he really? Oh, yeah. And oh, cool. uh, did the intro for Jordan in his last game. Oh wow. It's kind of like um, that's neat. Derek Jeter and um, the Yankee uh, public address announcer. Yeah, Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. He didn't really have a lot of big booming voice, but that's true. But I mean, they right. they loved him there at mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium. I can't remember his name. Um, if you hadn't asked, if I hadn't brought it up, I would I would have been able to boom, escaping boom. me. Yeah. As well. Anyway, um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's. Um, that's pretty cool. All right, uh, seven eighteen this morning here on the morning drive talking uh, tech baseball. All right, so of the position players coming back, which one do you have the greatest anticipation for? Um. Well, I mean, I guess I, I feel like Kevin Bazell is like the key guy on this team. Okay. He plays a premier defensive position as catcher. Mm-hmm. Was first team all Big 12 as a third baseman last year, but now as a catcher. And um, just, uh, I mean, at the plate, dude is, uh, he's terrific. Doesn't strike out a bunch. High on base percentage. Um, Ten home runs last year. A lot of power to the gaps. Just, to, I think he's really, really key. I, I don't, um, you know, obviously Gavin Cash was your superstar and your MVP a year ago. I kind of expected you to say Gavin Cash, but I, th- I thought you might have somebody else in mind. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, it's 1A and 1B with those two, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's got to be. Uh, I don't know if we should expect that Gavin should have the same kind of year that he had last year. Mm-hmm. And, but as I've said, if he's anywhere close, if he's... You know, twenty six home runs and eighty four RBI. That, those are massive numbers. Me, but if he's if he's at twenty and seventy, man, that's another amazing series season. You know, one of the one of the greatest two year stretches in Red Raider baseball history. Maybe the greatest. Coach Tadlock's going to say, "Well, Jamie, we don't expect him to go backwards. We want we want growth." Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> we fair. Want, we want. That's fair. I also, it also felt like during the season there was stretches where they really kind of had figured figured out Gavin Cash, and mm-hmm. so um, hopefully he's able to make adjustments off of that. I mean, he finished strong and played well in 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 Florida, so in Gainesville. So um, hopefully he continued that through the off season. How how wild is it? I mean, when you just kind of think about when you think about this, you're going to take. 
a guy that excelled at third base and put him at catcher. But he was really a catcher the whole time. I mean, he was number two catcher in the state coming out of high school. Okay, he so was a catcher that they played at third. Played at third. Well, but even still, even still, I mean, okay, so take a catcher and put him at third base. I mean, it, it just speaks to his ability to me. I mean, I, I think it's a it's, it's a great athlete, no it's, doubt. It's 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 amazing, you yeah. know, when you when you think about it. I mean, being now, able he to adjust like, like a, that. He wasn't a highlight real defensive third baseman. He was really solid. Don't get me wrong, he was really solid. He was good, obviously. But I mean, he's first team Big Twelve last year because of the way he hit. Yeah, you know he wasn't you know making. He's not Josh Young over there, you know, or Brooks Robinson making diving plays. Brooks Robinson, you okay. know. I mean, he he was good. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but yeah. uh, you know I mean, he's a catcher. All right, okay. Looks like a catcher. Looks like a catcher. Okay. Acts like a catcher. Acts like a catcher. Okay. How do catchers ask act? I think catchers are 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 tough and gruff and. You know, it, barking. You know, no, they're, no they're nonsense. The, they're the captain of the team, so to speak. They're the point guard. They're the. I gotta waste a lot of words, yeah. but they're gonna yeah. tell you what they think. Yeah, you probably would have made a I good think, catcher. I think that's Kevin Bazell to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think you would have made a good catcher? I couldn't stop blinking whenever <laughs> somebody swung. I always would want to try it in practice, <clears throat> and after like ten minutes, I I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I couldn't like stop three blinking. Times. I, every time somebody swung, I blinked. And that's yeah. bad, probably, right? Yeah, no, you want to keep your eye on the ball yeah. to try to catch it. <laughs> Wait, you are the one, your whole job is to catch. Isn't that the Everybody else gets to field. It, you have it, to catch. Put it right, put it right there for you. Um, how, do you, how, do you how do you feel about uh, short and second base? I think you're going to be better defensively than you were last year. Um, I hate to... You know, coming from the Tim Tadlock school of uh, giving people extra hype over a freshman, mm -hmm. T.J. Pompey looks like he's going to be a star for the Red Raiders. Oh, a star, okay. Okay. Um, he's slick. He, I mean, he he definitely passes the eye test. Uh, he's a guy that Coach Tadlock probably tell you is lake ready. Um, or he thought he was, or thinks he is. Um, he's he's slick fielding. He moves well. Uh, he runs well. He just seems to always find the barrel of the bat. Everything he hits is hard. He's got home run power. He looks like he's a guy that can hit for average. Um, I mean, like a five tool kind of guy. Okay, just a terrific look. I mean, put him on a basketball court, and you're like, look at that guy. He looks like he can play. Put him as a defensive back or a wide receiver. That dude, that's an athlete. He can play. He's the I mean, getting he's, off the bus guy. He's, yes, yeah, he's, he's one that of them. guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, it just looks like you have a star in the making there. I, again, I'm not trying to give too much hype, um, but he looks like he's going to be a really good player for you. Hopefully, that translates. You know, we we saw him in the fall. We saw him in the spring against his own team. But when the lights turn on and you're playing in a big league ballpark tomorrow night. Um, against a, a team that's top 10 in the country. I mean, are you starstruck or are you, you know, just like... Blinking you know, down your legs. Just another yeah. another another day on the diamond. Let me go, yeah. you know, crack some doubles and make some <laughs> spinning plays out here behind the bag and throw some people out. I, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I think he's going to turn into a really, really good player for the Red Raiders. So I'm excited about the shortstop. Um, Tracer Lopez moves from short to second. I think he'll get the majority of the reps at second. I think you'll see Travis Sanders there 
as well. But Lopez, um, I think his his body is more of a second baseman than it is a shortstop. And so I think in um, Austin Green was playing second base last year, uh, was injured most of the time, and didn't have as much mobility as you would have liked to him, for him to have. I think you're going to be better defensively than than it short second com- combo than you were last year by leaps and bounds. All right, it's 7.25. We'll keep uh, talking baseball, but next, Jamie's uh, question of the day. If you have a thought, comment, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Noy Jeff is pulling out all the stops with the music today. Mm-hmm. The best part about this is, unless you know what this is, you have no idea what this is. Like, yeah. not even a hint of a clue. Okay, I'm going to raise my hand. I, I don't know. You have no is. idea what this is. Yeah. What is one of... I, it's not his favorite movie, but it, it's in the top five. Ask the question, and it has been asked on Take vs. Take, if you could play, place yourself in one movie yeah. as the main character, this actor... Is, where who would you be? Who would you want to be? This is the Kevin Costner dances with wolves. dances with wolves. Yes, I got to tell you, I, I I I went I saw that movie with someone that not the person I'm with today, and uh, I think that was one of the one of the last events that we did together. <laughs> was it the movie's fault? No, I don't think it was the movie's fault. I think it was just that was the. I think that was, was one of the last the events end. we did together. Well, that movie is an event. Like, uh, get a so big bu- get a big bug out of popcorn for that movie. Uh, it's good. It one of but the last ones. Pack a lunch. Yeah, I, and I, I just, I wanted to stick a screwdriver through my head about halfway through that movie. So it's just not because it was, of the the company, not because no, of the no, movie. because of the movie, not the company. <laughs> I just. We're we're kind of oppo, you know. We kind of just. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you would have not wanted to be John Dunbar? No, no, I no. First of all, it looked too cold. Looked too. It looked. It looked too. I mean, it's South Dakota for God's sake, and you're living out there. There's no. There's no cell coverage. There's no. <laughs> there's no. There's no pizza. Keep talking. He'll be walking out the door, going to it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Or, yeah. or better yet, let me go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's no us. <laughs> there's no. There's no. There's no us. There's no. There's no us. Yeah. No. I. I just. I. I didn't particularly care for that movie. No. That's okay. It is. It is quite all right. Yeah. I'm not gonna make you watch it again or Thank anything. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Question of the day today. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to uh, get your Red Raider basketball schedules out. Right. Oh, basketball schedules. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it right here. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So my question for you guys today mm-hmm. is, I want you to rate or rank in order the four toughest games the Red Raiders have left. Left. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Um, it's funny because if we had done this earlier, say Monday morning, I mean, Kansas would have been on the list for me. Sure. You won sure. by 29. Sure. That's a good day. 
I'm going to say a number number four is uh, TCU. Number three is Baylor. Number excuse me. Number three is Texas. Number two is Baylor, and number one is Iowa State. So I'm going to go TCU, Texas, Baylor, and Iowa State. Okay. Uh, number one, Iowa State. Number two, West Virginia. Number three, UCF. Number four, Baylor. All right. Jeff and I are 100% on the same page. And so we all agree that Iowa State's the toughest yeah. this Saturday. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the number 10 ranking either. Like, that's just the icing on the cake. Well, they're really good. And it's at their place. It's at their place mm-hmm. where we've had some good moments. but it's I also- have a really good feeling about Saturday. I have a really bad one. <laughs> I have a really bad one. I have a hide under the covers feeling about it. So yeah, I feel like I'll. I'm gonna say that I'll be surprised if it's single digits. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really good feeling. I do have a just, really. I just, what, what, like you got a good pizza coming, or like that you think we're gonna win the game? Like we're gonna win the game. I've got a really good feeling about it for some reason. I just. That would be so much fun. I feel it in my bones, Jamie. Mm-hmm. I feel it in my bones. What else do you feel in your bones? <laughs> or did, maybe we shouldn't ask. Um, just, okay, so who did you have as number two on the list, Chuck? Um, I, had, I had Baylor number two. Baylor number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Baylor, Jeff and I both had West Virginia on the road. Obviously, I think Baylor's a better team than West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, you're, you've, you've, just like many teams in this conference, you've been a different team on the road than sure. you've been at home. Probably if I had it to do over again, I probably would, I probably would eliminate the Texas game and put UCF in there, but I'll stick, I'll stick with what I got. Um, the other thing about Baylor is, I mean, you you just played them really tough, missing your big man yeah. on the road. So yeah. I feel I feel good about your chances at yeah. home against Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, end of the season or last game, senior day, all that. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Sometimes the emotions cause you to not play as well. The senior days are kind of <laughs> kind of all running together because sometimes they're coming back. Sometimes they're they just got here and it's like. Hey, we hardly knew you, but we're going to give you a framed jersey, right? That's just how it works. Yeah, that's nice. Good mm-hmm. gig if you can get it. Yeah. Okay. Number three on your list, Chuck? Uh, was was Texas. Texas. And you didn't even have the road trip to UCF on your I know. List. I, I, that's probably a mistake. Yeah, because I, I, I... Probably dismissed them, They too. were impressive to yeah. me. No, you're and right. And I don't know that you match up great with them. We know that they've beaten... Kansas and Oklahoma already at home. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm nervous about that one. Yeah. Yeah, I probably should have. That, that's probably an error on my part. Okay. So. And then number four for us was Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think Baylor is a better team than Texas, but who knows there? I feel good about Baylor. I think I'm a little bit nervous about Texas for some stupid reason. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, so I mean, we all agree that this Saturday is the toughest yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, and how much does how much does the world change a little bit in the Big Twelve if you go up there and beat them? 
I mean, then it becomes becomes a two team. Well, I mean, it's always it's going to be a multi team race for you know you know from from here on out. But it sure sure gives you hope to dream a little bit, right? Yeah. To finish, you know, first or second in the in the Big Twelve. If if you win on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely <clears throat> thinking. Okay, maybe, maybe. You need Houston to stumble down the stretch and. Um, you know all that kind of stuff, but I mean, man, you you feel feel pretty good about your team, and I think mm-hmm. I think you should feel good about your team. Um, yeah, even if you lose by eighteen at Iowa State on Saturday, which yeah, I think I mean, is a possibility, I, I still feel good about this team. Yeah, you know, and and you know, both Houston and uh, Iowa State are, are eight and three on the season, and just just so you know, here's what Houston faces kind of moving forward. Uh, they play Texas on Saturday. It's a noon tip. That'll be at home. Then they play at home against Iowa State on Monday. They've got to go to Baylor. They play at home against Cincinnati. They've got to go to Oklahoma. They have to go to UCF, and then they play Kansas at home. This is Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've, got, a, they've got some stretches in there that – you know, you're, you're going to play a Texas team that's going to be highly motivated because they need to they need to have some wins to be able to make the tournament. What are you mm-hmm. laughing at? <laughs> Jeff's music. Oh, his music. Okay. I thought maybe I said something. No. Not funny, but that, that you found funny that would be like, ah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no. Is you got... Kelly Kapowski coming too? <laughs> I mean, if she does, it'd be good. I want to know what the la- what's the last song going to be today. I don't know. It's got to be something baseball related. I have no idea. Yeah, it's Jeff's mine. deal, not mine. That'd be Guess deal. what? I don't know yet either. We'll yeah. get there when we get there. Okay. All right. Uh, 7.39 this morning here on the Morning Drive here on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey, good morning with the birthday boy, Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. It is great to have you with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. We come to you from the First United Bank studio. Look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to Double T 97.3.com for that. Okay, so Bobby Hot Dogs uh, puts out this. On the Yates Flooring Center chat line, a little stick figure of me with an arrow going over my head. Here's a crude drawing of Chuck right now, okay, because of a, a joke that I didn't get, which I think it's pretty well documented that I'm not the brightest bulb when it comes to jokes and, you know, understanding them and that kind of stuff. I think a part of the problem is that my jokes usually aren't that good. <laughs> and then, but then... But then I could I could say right back at you, Bobby Hot Dogs, when he says this. Just realize Jeff is playing Jamie Jams in honor of his birthday. Happy birthday, Jamie! <laughs> so right back at you, Bobby Hot Dogs. Seems like Stick figure a, of you with really, a little arrow yeah. going over your head. You know, just figured it out. You could have sold lots of cassettes back in the day, <laughs> Jamie Jams. Jamie Jams. Uh, Jamie Jams. CDs. Horse name. <laughs> uh, we we've gotten a picture from. Uh, uh, the farm of uh, the birthday, this is a year ago today, Jamie the Calf. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks, Chuck, for recommending his name a year ago. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. I'm glad that, glad that, uh, I'm glad that you were tuned in and 
provided that with us. Uh, somebody saying on the Yates Flooring Center chat line that it's a sprained toe for Warren Washington, not broken. I, I'm, I'm not aware. I'm not in the loop on that. I, I don't know. Um, man, I, if that's the case, I hope that's, I hope that's it. Um, I don't know what, what the recovery time is from a sprained toe. Hopefully it's by 11 a.m. on Saturday. Tape, yeah, I would tape it up. I would bet that's still extremely painful. Yes, no doubt. And it, and I would also bet that's something that doesn't get healed until you stop playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll have something special in his shoe to try to help. I mean, make it more comfortable. Keenan Evans again, right? Yeah. Keenan bothered by the toe. Yeah, give no. him a bigger, give him a bigger one. Maybe he could play in slides. Could you do that? No, probably not. If somebody stepped on it, they'd be awfully painful. I think it would. Yeah. I'm just proud of you for not saying sliders. <laughs> <laughs> Those are little burgers. <laughs> Which you should have today. We're making progress. Look at that. little right, boy's growing up right, over there, Jeff. Right, right here, right here, right here in front of us. Okay. Uh this and I have no idea. I don't know anything about this. Got in on the show late. Y'all talked about the mic'd up ref at the end of the Super Bowl. Better not give the ball back to Mahomes. No, I have not heard that. I have not seen that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, guys, clearly. I mean, well, let's be honest. How many other people in America were saying the same exact thing? Yeah. yeah. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Chuck, I heard you say Gerlich wanted the Lady Raiders to let their plays fully develop, but their offense looks terrible. Seems so slow and throwing up desperate shots as the clock expires. Yeah, they weren't happy with how the uh, first quarter went, and, and uh, they talked about you know offensive efficiency, and and they they've also talked about you know again letting letting some sometimes letting the play develop, but I mean you you also got to get the ball and, and shoot it too, and. And um, and try to penetrate a little bit more into the into the lane. A lot of times they want to go to the Big Twelve logo, but they get cut off at the top just because of the size and, and the other team knowing that you you don't have anybody to dump it down into. Uh, especially last night without without Jordan Merritt who was out uh, with with an injury. So yeah, I mean it's a it, it's a it's a frustrating time uh, right now for them. There's just, there's no doubt about it. Um, Got to got to figure out a way to find some offense, and they just haven't been able to do that. And um, it's too bad. It's uh, consistent offense. I con- mean, yeah, go, consistent offense. With Bailey Moppin scoring twenty four last time out. Yeah, she and then and, she goes zero for four from or zero for seven from the floor yesterday. Right. So didn't didn't get any, you know. And um, a little, let's see if I got this right here. A little number I worked on yesterday. Um, so your top four scores. Um, have accounted for forty-two percent of your scoring, and um, you've made one hundred and seventy made field goals in uh, in Big Twelve play. By contrast, Oklahoma State, their top four scores accounted for seventy-eight percent of their scoring and fifty-three points. Texas at forty-two, and they'd made two hundred and twenty-seven field goals, and the Lady Raiders one hundred and seventy. So it's been pretty. Pretty consistent that you've been like you're going into last night's game. You had made 51 less field goals than your opponent in Big 12 play. Wow, you had made less. 51 less, and you'd made six more threes, and uh, you've made you'd made 27 more free throws. the The problem is the twos, and that goes back to 
that goes back to fast break points, but it also goes back to to points in the paint. And going into the game last night, you averaged 23.5 points in the paint, giving up 33. And, you know, you're just, you, you're just not going to win when you're giving up 33, 35. And last night it was 32 points in the paint, and you're only scoring 20. And then you compound that by going 3 of 22 from beyond the arc. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have only gonna have twenty points in the paint, well, you got to figure out a way to make seven or eight threes. Yeah, you got to make a bunch of threes. You know, and if you'd made if you'd made your average number of threes, which is about seven, that's twelve points. You win the ball game last night. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that they wanted to do is attack, and they didn't. They did a better. They didn't really start attacking until the fourth quarter. Um, I. We've been asked a number of times, or I've been asked a number of times, is, is the seat heating up on Coach Gore? Like, I don't believe so. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Is it going to get warm at some point in time? I'm sure it is. I'm sure she would tell you that, hey, I, we're, we're trying to do everything we can to, to win basketball games. Um, but I don't, I don't think starting over is the answer right now. Um, the thing that's going to be interesting is, She's got a, I believe, I believe this is correct, unless something's been done that I don't know about. I believe she has one year left on her, on her contract. So, you know, the, the question's going to be is, what's the extension going to look like? What's the finish of the year look like? What's, what's the evaluation process look like? But I don't, I don't believe they're going to make a change. Yeah, just one year left on the deal, it's probably pretty difficult to, to recruit to that. Yeah, so you're going to have to, you're going to have to extend if if that's if 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 I'm right on that, if I'm if I'm right on that, uh, let's see. All right, baseball question for you here, Jamie. Heading up to Arlington, when will Tech be getting BP in on Friday and Saturday? Do you know? Um, I doubt they will have any BP on the field. Okay. On Friday and Saturday, they'll probably they'll be able to take some in cages underneath, but um, nothing on the field. Hey, this. This, they'll they'll have practice this this afternoon or this evening early evening. This they'll, the, they'll get to take BP on the field at at the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me. This is probably a somewhat stupid question, and maybe it's not soon enough yet. the 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 new team facility. How much different, or how much more of a help will that be for them to be to get them ready for a season now versus in the past? Is it is it significantly different? I mean, it's significantly different as far as the facility, but it's not an. I mean, and they have nicer batting cages and nicer, newer, more lanes of cages or whatever. But it's not like it's an indoor facility where you can take grounders and fly balls and okay, all that so kind of stuff. Yeah, so, so so it's it's great. It's a, it's a major upgrade, but I I don't know that that's gonna, you know, help you that much if you had snow all week long and you couldn't practice. It would have put you in a bad spot. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.